Now, some of these conversations here tonight might make people a little uncomfortable, and they won't be easy. But my hope is that if we can talk openly and honestly, we can take important steps toward mutual understanding and healing. But first, let's not forget what this show is about, and that's love and romance. This is The Bachelor, after all, where people put their emotions on their sleeves and their hearts on the line. Thanks, Emmanuel. That was a beautiful introduction to a super hot episode of Bachelor, Bachelor, hosted by me, Jay Waves, and the illustrious, the illustrative, the illusionary Amanda Alvarez, aka Mandy says. How you doing tonight, Mandy? I'm doing real good. Is this the second podcast we're recording uh, in a row? No, maybe. <laughs> maybe yes. it is. Maybe it is. Shout out if you have just listened to our finale episode and are hopping right into this after the final rose episode because they may or may not have come out at the same time because guess what? We had to watch this shit fucking back to back. You know, normally they spread this out over two nights. To yeah. be honest, I'm glad that it was just one night, even though three hours and 15 minutes uh, of Bachelor in a row was, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I couldn't sleep. Like I. Oh, so you didn't? You watched it all last or I, uh, Monday night? Yeah, I watched, I watched it all this morning. So I watched it live, and my I was thinking a lot, so I couldn't sleep. I didn't go to bed till like midnight because you were thinking about this podcast. Yeah. No, no, thinking about the show. Well, yeah. and yeah, er, like thinking about the podcast. It was about moving. Gonna, this after the final say. rose is definitely probably the bleakest one that I've ever seen. It was. It really, was fucking bleak. Dude. Really hard to watch. Really um, but shout out to Emmanuel Acho for being off the hook. Uh, we'll probably be uh, sucking his dick a lot tonight. But uh, a couple things I wanted to touch on real quick. Um, number one, Chris Harrison is still getting that bachelor money. You mentioned as when I mentioned this to you that he's an executive producer, so he's still getting paid. He's either executive producer or a producer. He's getting money. Okay. See that even that it says even bigger than the fact that I was going to point out, which was that they had him in the studio for the voiceover because when we were watching the finale, Chris Harrison says, stay tuned for after the final rose hosted by Emmanuel Acho. And you know, that he obviously did that post him, quote unquote, stepping down. Right. So he's still in the studio getting that paper. Oh, I mean, yeah. how much do you think Chris Harrison makes for a voiceover? Like probably G's just to step foot in the studio. You think so? Maybe that was his penance. Bruh. I mean, look. He had to do it for free. I mean, he might have taken that money. Hopefully he took that money and turned around and donated it to a, you know, a black charity. Maybe. But I know he got paid G's to step foot in the studio. You I'm think just saying, so? Dude. How long's he been doing this shit? A long time, dude. Rappers that we know, years. rappers that we know, get paid ten thousand dollars to do a, a twenty-five minute set. Damn. You know, when I say rappers that we know, I just mean who we know of, because I don't know anybody making that kind of paper. I'm just saying, Chris Harrison yeah. got paid. What's the line from a Drake song? It's like two two milli for an appearance or something like that. Probably. Yeah. J. Cole got paid $100,000 to perform at UNC's homecoming. Damn. That's crazy. That's a lot of money. That's crazy. Anyways, Chris Harrison is still getting that bachelor money no matter what. And something that I wanted to mention, so, you know, I know you think that you invented this this phrase, and I'm not going to say that you didn't invent it. <laughs> it is out there, but the a idea. An yeah. idea you have when you're high. So this morning I was a little queasy. I don't normally like to smoke uh, early in the morning, but I was getting ready to watch the Bachelor uh, finale after the final rose. 
felt a little queasy this morning. Took a couple of hits. But I had this idea and it seemed really dope to me. And it doesn't even feel cool as I'm saying it to you now, but it felt dope <laughs> to me. You know how the ideas go, though. When yeah. you have them, you're like, yo, this is They're the, the shit. best idea when you're high. But so this is it. I was like, Rachel is the engagement and Michelle is the marriage. Because like, you know oh, what I'm saying? Because Rachel is that yeah. like, it's like that excitement, that lustful shit, like the we're honeymoon. engaged, you know what I mean? Where like the shit's like real, but it's not like fully real because it's right. that time before the whatever, you know, like Rachel to me represents the engagement. The excitement. And Michelle, Michelle is the wife, you know? Michelle right. is like, she's obviously the wife. Like she's the one you want to marry, you know? And Michelle yeah. is the marriage, like in the Zodiac or in like the astrology of yeah. it, you know? Like Rachel represents engagement and Michelle represents marriage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, I don't really know how else to elaborate on that. I was kind of hoping you would maybe take it and run with it. But like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, yes, this is so profound. I wrote down, I wrote engagement, marriage, and then arrow from engagement. And then wrote <laughs> Rachel, and then an arrow from marriage to Michelle. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait to tell Amanda that shit. That shit's going to be tight. <laughs> <laughs> well, because an engagement is an exciting time, you know? It's like you're you're making a promise to someone and you're starting a new life and you're starting a new phase of life, and that part is exciting, right? But then when you think about the person that you're going to do life with, you're like, yeah, let me, like the more practical choice is definitely Michelle. For sure. Yeah, For sure. so I see that. So speaking of Michelle, so we start off uh, with an introduction from Emmanuel Acho. I think I'm saying his name right. Uh, I didn't realize what a uh, powerful man he was. Very built. Very oh yeah, strong. His suit was very tight. So tight, like but, uh, that was that's too much, right? Yeah. No. One of the one of the um, reviews that I read um, said uh, something like someone in the comments was like, "I would like to see him wearing like a large." His jacket was too small, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, he needs to wear a larger jacket, but it makes him very imposing, which is good to be an interviewer because he definitely had a bit of a fearless vibe. I mean. Obviously, to anybody who watched this, he was not afraid to ask questions. And he was, I don't want to say in your face, but he was bold, mm -hmm. you know? And I think it helps to be a type of person who is a little bit physically imposing because, like, you're not going to fuck with this guy, you know, yeah. when he's asking you stuff. Let me ask you about this, though. Again, I thought he did a great job, but like obviously he's under a microscope and I'm not ashamed to put him under that microscope. He smiled a lot. Yeah. Like there were times when he was talking about some pretty serious shit and he was grinning in a way where I'm like, dude, you're super charming, but are you also a little smarming? Huh. He was a little bit smarming with some of his shit. You think so? Do you think maybe he was a little? Um, he might have been a little nervous, and that might have been that might have uh, been like a nervous a tick. defense mechanism for him. But, yeah, you know, I I don't know. I'm not too familiar with him, but there was just a couple times. You know, it's I will say this: this is not. It sounds like I'm judging him, which I am. Which you know, everybody, any bachelor fan would have been, but. You know, Chris Harrison, and say what you will about Chris Harrison, and this is not necessarily me co-signing on Chris, but Chris, Chris's vibe, he's he's like Mr. Earnest man. He's Mr. Furrowed Brow man. And I guess it's more like it was just was a very different approach than Chris Harrison's, who's always like, hey, 
how are you feeling about it? Hey, and his his forehead. He, Chris does the forehead wrinkles to let you know that hey, he's, he I'm, cares. I'm, yeah, yeah. And you know, Emmanuel doesn't have a personal attachment to these people like Chris Harrison does. That's by the true. time, yeah, you know. So he's at, maybe he's just able to ask questions like uh like a true interviewer and not somebody who has any kind of bias because he doesn't really know them. He doesn't, but I think. And I don't want to jump forward, but I think later into the interview, I think we do see a little bit more of a sort of empathetic approach that he takes. Well, some people also ref were reflecting that he kind of he kind of warmed up, you know. He did. He like, exactly. It, 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 yes. He hit his stride. He warmed up for later sure. in the show, and yeah. then was doing much better. Yeah. And I just want to be clear that uh, I thought he did a fantastic job, and we'll be getting into some of the stuff he did that was really cool. Um, a little bit later. So let's get let's get into this. We start with Michelle, correct? Mm-hmm. And she comes out looking fucking A1. Amazing. Yeah, just really on point. You know, we find out that she asked Matt, and I, do, I don't know if we found this out. And, no, we didn't find this out in the finale. No, we don't know. see this in the finale at all. So she basically was so blindsided by being dumped by Matt that she asked him for just two minutes of his time. Like, just come back and kind of, you know, talk to me about what happened. And Matt didn't do it. I know. And I literally get choked up just for her thinking about that. It's pretty fucked. That's which, so fucked up, dude. And, you know, I wanted us to act in the finale like we hadn't seen after the final rose, which you said would be difficult. And I, I know I'm the one that kept referencing after the final rose, even though I said let's not. <laughs> but you're right. It was tough because this stuff really does come back, you know, because like I said, Matt is a feeling stuffer and he's a deflector. Mm -hmm. And as soon as shit got real for him, he was like, nope, like I can't do this. Yeah. Like, Obviously, it hurt him. I do feel like his tears were real, but like, bro, like he bounced, like he bounced out of that fucking hotel room. Right. And for her to be like, just come back and talk to me and for him not to do it, it's pretty fucked. It's really messed up. I think and we really saw a new side to Matt in this finale and after the final of the road. Yeah. <laughs> after we final of the rose. Because <laughs> I want to say AFTR after the final rose. Yeah. AFTR. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR joke. <laughs> oh, nice. The uh, one-time mouth noises are okay. Usually I edit those out, but if it's ASMR, then I can leave those in. Um, so I I think I've said this before that he has like low-key player vibes and yeah. he kind of is an asshole. And I think... So he talks so much about how much he cares about these women, right? And he's doing this because he doesn't want to hurt them, right? Um, and, you know, he's letting them know now because he doesn't want – yeah, because he doesn't want to hurt them. Well, if you don't want to hurt them and they're asking you for closure or no some more shit. explanation, oh yes. then you fucking talk to them wow. and you owe them that. Like you – you're right. He fucking dipped. He just he dipped. He was out, dude. I was really, when I saw that, I was like, is this really, is that it? Yeah. Did he I'm, just I'm, leave? In my notes, it says Matt just bounced in capital, capital yeah. bounced. If I were her, <laughs> I would do the exact same thing. I would be like, this is kind of crazy, dude. Like, I just met your mom. Like, Yeah, no you shit. You know, like, I've told you that I loved you. Like, I need some, I need more. Yeah, that was a lot. 
That was a lot, man. <sighs> Matt fucking fucked that up. Yeah. Um, I love that she uh, came on looking hot as shit and then called him out when he came out on kissing with his eyes open. And she Same. called him out on thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. Thank God. He needs to learn. You can't say that. Thanks for sharing. He says it all the time, by the way. It's not just when yeah, she said, I love you. He's bad. I, I also uh, skipped over in my notes about Emmanuel. Uh, he's single. There's no ring on his finger. So he I has just, a ring on the other finger, but I think it's a football ring. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was looking at his left hand. Yeah. His watch hand didn't have no ring. And I Me just was too. thinking about him fucking boning every chick that was on the <laughs> on the show tonight. I was like, oh, my God, bro. Like, they're going to be on him. What if Acho replaces Wells in Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah, Acho's above that though. What I you know. talking about being a bartender? Yeah, but he like, ain't gonna serve them but, motherfuckers. But he's he, above that. I know, I know he's not gonna serve them, but you know, Wells is like his like. Oh, he's like the counselor. He's the counselor. Yeah, he nah, asks good questions. Acho, he gets Acho's to open a, up. He's beyond that, bro. I know he's beyond that. He's beyond that. that. <laughs> he's beyond that. <laughs> yeah, and it's also weird for those of you that are familiar with this shit. I mean, if you're just listening to this and you didn't watch it. You know, typically there's a, a huge studio audience at these things. Yeah. And, and that's a huge people live. have people have signs. Yeah. You know, there there's bachelor viewing part. I mean, like the whole thing, the finale sometimes is is kind of live. It's always live. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well they show it and the, yeah, the after the final rows and there's a live yeah, it's parties. It's kind of all together. Yeah, yeah. It just was uh it was really weird. You know, uh Acho opened with a joke about this being the most shocking after the final rose ever because he was the one hosting it and it just fell flat because there was nobody there to uh to react to it but yeah so after michelle i, I feel like they brought they bring out matt right yes and so she can speak her piece oh so she can talk to matt right so she can have the conversation that she wanted right to have. matt mostly just apologizes i feel like it doesn't really say anything in particular no. but you know, Matt sucks at communicating. We're learning. But Michelle fucking kills it. She's definitely the winner here. And uh, as another, uh, you know, recap had remarked, uh, she seems fine. You know, she seems oh, yeah. ready to move on. Of course, knowing what she knows about what she's about to do certainly probably helps. But uh, right. yeah, she seems fine with it. And, you know, props to her for not being hung up on this fucking lame. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she... I think she's seen, she's gotten so much love from Bachelor Nation and every, she sees, I think she's validated. She sees how much of a catch she is and how great she is that she's good. Like anyone that's gotten that much positive feedback from social media, they're going to be, they're going to be great. Emmanuel and Matt do have some some pretty awesome real talk about race and the pressure that Matt was under being the first uh, black bachelor and uh, I really was uh, with Matt on uh, on the stuff that he was saying, you know, and it had to be difficult for him to, you know, speaking of being under a microscope, he brought up the point that, you know, for some people, like probably a lot of Bachelor fans, like they don't get to see a lot of black people yeah. in their life, certainly not on television in this type of format. And I do believe for Matt, I mean, and this is me quoting him, but that, uh, you know, it was a lot of pressure for him to essentially, you know, feel like he had to behave a certain way because he was basically representing mm -hmm. the entire, you know, black race by by being on this show. So I actually feel kind of bad because remember, I was I was saying how boring he was and I made a few comments about how he's just being too perfect and too cookie cutter. Oh, and shit. now that he's saying that he had to present himself a certain way to 
represent black men in America, I'm like, I feel that's where that came from. Yeah, that from. fucking sucks. That was the pressure. To think about so it we that didn't way, get like to he see, couldn't be himself. We didn't get to see. I think he's fucking cool. Like, I think he, I mean, from what I can see on social media, I know I say all the time, I love the fact that he skateboards, but like, I think that's cool. I like his style. Like, he's really into food. You know, it seems very cultured. So there's a lot of things about him that we didn't get to see because he was so focused on creating a representation of himself that he wanted to show to America. Yeah, I wonder about that. That's a really good point. Um, I love it when you make points like that because I'm a lot more stupid than you. So <laughs> No, you're not. You encapsulated that uh, a lot better than I could. And yeah, that's a lot of pressure. And uh, I really appreciated the way they talked about that. And I appreciated the way that... Um, you know, I, I wrote this note down. And I'm not sure who said it, but I wrote uh, making people comfortable with your blackness, you know? Oh, because... yeah. Yeah. They, I think they both because they bonded on that. Yeah. Um, I think he, maybe he brought it up originally. I really liked the way that Emmanuel was able to look at the issues from all sides and yet never compromised who he was. You know, he never felt like a sellout. He never felt like he compromised his blackness, but he still asked really important questions. And so, you know, Matt brought up the fact that, um, again, so him and Rachel are not together. And it seemed like Matt was really hurt by the racial controversy stuff with Rachel. I mean, mm -hmm. it seemed like it really did affect him. And I'm certainly not going to uh, say anything as far as, you know, about how he had to quote unquote grieve over that because how that made him feel is certainly, uh, certainly his right. I do have some opinions about uh, supporting somebody that you uh, supposedly love. He said something about it wasn't so much about what she did. It's about how she didn't understand how wrong it was. Right. And, and I also, why it upset him. I'm actually curious, you know, when Matt was looking so dejected and wouldn't talk to Rachel later in this, I'm really wondering if if maybe she said some like really fucked up shit actually when he, when it first happened yeah, and Matt was actually like not going to put her on blast, you know? So when it came time for Matt to say something, he just held his tongue. Cause he was like, I don't have shit to say to you because you said some really fucked up shit, but I'm not going to air you out on national television. Yeah. Like I was really curious because he brought up the fact, like he said, Rachel might not understand what it's like to be black in America. Right. And I'm wondering if he, said like, yo, I just found out this shit is true and this is really fucked up. And if maybe she was like, whatever, like it's not a big deal. I can't even believe you're upset yes. about it type shit. Yeah, that's and, what I think yeah, happened. And that really fucked him up. Yeah. And if so, I do have respect for him in the sense that maybe he did care about her in a way that he didn't want to humiliate her on television because she'd already been through that much. But he was just like, bitch, I'm just not going to say shit. About, I think about this. I think he was, and I could kind of see this in this his face. He was very disappointed. He with, did seem disappointed with what he had learned and what he'd seen from her. But so then, what do you think about? So, I I know, <laughs> I know you think I have like um, what's the word? Uh, like I'm <laughs> like like I'm like anti love or some shit. <laughs> but I do feel like I mean, there's a part of me that felt bad in thinking that, like, dude, if you really loved Rachel, like, you would help her, you would help her get through this. Well, and Emmanuel, moment. Emmanuel well, so, so, asked. Yeah. So he asked, and so I thought this was really interesting, and um, this is what he asked Matt. 
Don't you believe she's a different person now? Couldn't you teach her? Couldn't you grow with her? If you were judged based off something of three years ago, if I was judged based off something of three years ago, I think that could, to a degree, be callous if we were committed by steps, by actions, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, to growth. So can you still, in 2021, condemn her for the actions of 2018 and let that dictate the love that you all share? I mean, he phrased that really well because he, did, he called yeah. out the problem, but he also you know, reflected on the love that they, you know, supposedly had. But yeah. I think you and I both think that Matt is more of a player than he was also willing to show on television. Yeah. And that, you know, he was just like, yo, I can move on to some other shit. You know, this is my way out. I don't have to break her heart because I can just be like, yo, you fucked up. No. Do you I think if she had handled it differently, they'd still be together? I think if she handled it differently, they would definitely still be you together. You think so? Okay, You so, were so willing to say that that was an out for him. I don't know if you said it okay, on air or if you so, just said it to me, but you seemed ready to believe that, that this was an out. Okay, on one hand, yes, it was an out. But I do think that he really loved her. And it's funny because in After the Final Rose, the fact that he's struggling so hard shows me that he actually really does love her. And I think at this point with the, with the clip that you just played, I think we started to see that in his face, that he really loved her and he was really disappointed. I think, and he he mentions this at some point, he talks about, her as a potential mother to his black children and how she's going to be as a mother and, and, and the things that she needs to know and be prepared for as a mother of black children. And um, I think what it comes down to is in some ways, she's she kind of um, excuses her ignorance and her her sort of approach and and the way she talks about it and the way she talked about what she's doing to work on things i don't know i feel like she doesn't uh she she doesn't take she took accountability but she did it in a way that sh like yes it's a, i'm taking accountability but it was because i didn't know any better but i also didn't try to know any better well, at what point was she supposed to try to know better, though? You're saying after the fact or before the fact? Like, you're not going to think about going to, like, yeah, like, like the fact that she she said that she didn't even think to think about that party or what it represented. Well, right? I mean, we, we're, we're definitely acknowledging her ignorance. I mean, so, for example, I mean, remember when I was talking about her previous episode, I said everything with her is very obtuse and none of it is acute. Right. And it was the same thing with her conversations about this kind of stuff. Right. You know, she was really good at talking about stuff, but she never gets into specifics. Like when they when they said when uh I think he straight up asked her, I think Acho straight up asked her, What are you doing? What are you doing? You know, what steps yeah. are you taking? And she was like, Well, I'm not gonna say this or that, or I'm not gonna say what I'm listening to or what I'm doing, just that I'm doing stuff, you know? But like she she's not good at being uh specific about no. about anything you know i mean i just i would just love to know everything you know we can only get so much we have to make like our own inferences uh just to switch it up a little bit have you noticed rachel's nervous uh skin blotching the big red 
blotch yeah, on her. And, you yeah. Know, I noticed it in previous episodes. It's her nervous, it's her nervous thing, oh. which is interesting because she'll, ha she won't have it at all. Then and she'll then get nervous and she'll splotch. She splotches on her shoulder. She splotches on her neck. She's got some splotches. Yeah. And then they go away when she calms back down. Because when she was super sad with Matt again, they were not there. But whenever she gets uh, uncomfortable, yeah. it, it flares up. It's Did you notice that she's very, very frail? She's, I know, well, she's always been thin like and non -muscular. petite. non-muscular? Oh, you're saying she looks extra frail? She looks extra frail. Like she's, I oh, can, she's been sad. She's, she's having depressed. a hard time. She's not eating. And I felt, I just. Damn, bro, you wanted to make some fucking uh, pick a deal for her. My brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love how you say it. <laughs> I want to fatten her up with some uh, some malanga. Dude, but Acho wasn't fucking around. He was like, he was like, Rachel, are you ready to see Matt right now? And she was like, no, no. I'm not. And he's like, she looked well, terrified. I, she said, I think he's about to join us nonetheless. Oh. He was really dropping some shit on that. And oh, you know, no. dude, everybody was dropping some shit. Matt was like, yo, I didn't sign up for this conversation. Uh, Y'all, this episode's all over the place. It's too hard to fucking do it uh, in order. I like how Emmanuel was like, you may never see this person again. He kept saying that. Like, I acting know. like, yo, you just, and I'm like, bro, in Bachelor Nation, these motherfuckers always be running into each other. There ain't no never see again I in know. Bachelor Nation. I know. You know? But he just kept throwing that drama on there. He did it a couple. Uh, he did it a couple times. I, I wonder how much of that is him asking that question, and then the producers kind of helping, getting him to build the drama. Perhaps. A bit. I mean, I definitely feel like he he had a lot of control over over what he did and and what he said, which was cool. Uh, speaking of which, uh, he did drop this. Uh, observation on Rachel, and I saw this reference in some other recaps. I thought it was pretty dope. I think it's a really good way of looking at what happened. And <laughs> I'm it, just wondering. I just Paul, yeah, I just man, it's so hard not to overanalyze with this stuff, you know. And I'm just wondering, like, do I like this just because I'm a white person and I like that the black person said that Rachel wasn't racist? You know, I don't fucking know. I'm just um, overthinking it because I was like, I thought this was a good quote and I read other recaps that thought this was a good quote. But now dude, I'm like, do I like this just because it's a black person making things easier for well, our white people? Okay. I think, yes, I think there's uh there's that as a white person. Well, let me drop, let me drop the quote yeah, and then yeah, we, we, can, we can analyze it. This is the realest episode of them all. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to all collectively do a better job of acknowledging that history is meant to be remembered but not all history is meant to be celebrated. Yeah. And also recognizing there's a difference between being racist and racially insensitive or racially ignorant. Mm -hmm. I've been very intentional about saying what you did was racially insensitive. It was racially ignorant and it plays itself out mm -hmm. as racism. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't necessarily classify someone as racist. You have to pull back the curtains and look at their intention. Mm -hmm. Was their intention malicious? I just feel like that was the best I've ever heard any of this shit right. summed up because the way he said it plays as racism. Right. You know, I mean, again, do do I think that Chris Harrison is quote unquote racist? Not really. Do I think that Rachel is quote unquote racist? Not really. But I think that they're idiots and mm -hmm. I think that they are racially insensitive and I think they have a lot to learn. But I think that the media is so quick to just run with the term racist, racist, racist. Yeah. And I felt that the way that he explained that is a way that 
people have maybe thought and couldn't articulate it. And I just felt that like he made that point, but it didn't feel pandering to me. Like I made a reference earlier to him, like not sacrificing his blackness. Like it didn't sound like he was trying to make white people happy by saying that statement. I mean, that felt like it truly came right from the heart, you know? Well, yeah. And I think we, you know, to call someone a racist is a really big deal, right? It's, to me, I think it's the it's 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 one of the most terrible things someone could be accused of being, just by definition. Right? Well, obviously, and even worse if they actually if they actually are. Well, it, yeah, it's actually like it's actually like the dumbest thing that anyone could ever be, right? Um, but I think that him bringing that up is important. It needs to be discussed. It needs to be heard not by white people but also by by you know people of color because it it helps us get control over the conversation right when we figure out okay there's ignorance and there's uh bad intentions and there's someone not being educated or being insensitive and then there's the people that actually have the bad intentions. Well, as I like to say, there's levels to this shit. Yeah, there's levels. Know? There's levels. And but the problem is, is that when you put every you, when you mixed racially insensitive or uneducated with the malintentioned people, you it's almost like you're creating something that is impossible to fight. Whereas if you kind of like level it out and separate it you can start to really do the work on the people that you know are exist that need to be educated or need to learn or need an opportunity to say hey look i realize that this was insensitive and i'm not racist and i i i i fucked up by doing this or saying this but i want to get better well there there's hope you know right. if, with the people who are you know, I don't know that racially insensitive is about to be like the hot new buzzword or whatever, but there's hope for those kind of people, you know? And right. if you classify everybody as racist, I mean, you can't, it's much harder to, I don't want to say convert, but you know, it's much harder to get them to a better place. Whereas, you know, people who are misinformed, people who are ignorant, people like Rachel, people like Chris, like there's still hope for them. And there's, you know, probably hope for <laughs> hope for you and me too, right? I do want to say though, you know, just to, because I, I feel like I haven't had a chance to talk about how amazing Emmanuel Acho is. But from from a perspective of, I love watching interviews, celebrity interviews, uh, all kinds of things. He is such a good interviewer and I could listen to him speak all day. I feel like he's any speech pathologist's like dream because if you notice, he enunciates extremely well. Yeah, in one of those clips, he says something that ends in T. I know you're, you're always talking about how I say cute. Cute. But he says something that ends in T and it's like, uh, we didn't even talk about how fucking just him and Rachel were just, God, it was depressing. Uh, there were literally, they didn't say shit. At one point, Acho was like, uh, would y'all like one final embrace? Which, by the way, I thought was not a good thing to say. It's no. like, you guys want to hug it out, basically? Yeah. And then nothing just happens, and it just made it even more awkward. It was so bad. It was really bad. Also, there were way too many long pauses, and 
we didn't even talk about this. So Bree Springs was interviewed by Emmanuel Acho and they cut it from the show. Yeah. And I'm like, why don't they cut those sighs and those awkward silences out and then give us some time to watch Yeah, how Bree? much time do we need to look at Matt fucking sighing and crying into his fucking beard? I it mean, wasn't good TV. Like, that was not enjoyable. No, nah, it was just depressed. This whole this whole season just turned into a fucking gut punch. Bullet point, Matt saw his wife in the room. Oh, no, Matt's not ready for fucking marriage. Matt's a fucking player. Long story long. He's just a fucking skater boy and said, see you later, this, boy. This could have been an email. Yeah, man. Shit is fucking stupid. How about the the fact that we have two bachelorettes? Dose. I think Michelle will be a pretty dope bachelorette, uh, actually. And, you know, Katie, I mean, Katie is, she's whatever. They obviously got her in the gym. They, like, slimmed her down a little bit for mm. the, her arms looked a little smaller. Her whole, her chest, her whole upper body looked a little more oh, toned. I didn't notice. Yeah, because, you know, the thing about Katie was that Katie, when it came to the other women in the house, like, Katie was, like, more of, like, she was, like, a normal woman, normal you know? Girl. She's average. Yeah. She's hot, but she was, like, average. But She's they... a normal girl. <laughs> this is a song. Okay. Continue. Well, they basically, you could just tell they, they're already, like, hot hotening her up for, yeah. for that. I mean, she looked amazing. I think she's going to be another Claire. Uh, you know what? I hate Claire so much at this point. I used to be pro Claire, and now I'm anti Claire. I think Katie will be better than Claire. She's going to be a little better than Claire, but she might be a little cunty. But to she's a little cunty. <laughs> two seasons, though. I mean, if we have Bachelor in Paradise and Bachelorette and Bachelorette, this is going to be a busy year. I think I don't think they're going to do it like that. I think they're going to do VIP, Bachelorette, Bachelor, and then Bachelorette, which is going to be so it'll be Katie. VIP Michelle. No. Katie. I, no, I don't think VIP, so. VIP Bachelor Michelle. I think they're doing two bachelorettes back to back. Back to back. Huh? I think it's on like that. Yeah. I think we're going to see them both before we see another bachelor. Hmm. It's kind of what I think. Yeah. Maybe. I see, I see the impression that I got. <laughs> <laughs> There's another so song reference for you. Who does that one? Uh, Mighty Mighty Boston's. Who the f are these random ass hoes? All right. In closing, is there uh this fucking shit's over? This episode was fucking garbage. Bachelor, 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 was. <laughs> are there any final uh tingly moments for you? Was there a most tingly moment of this whole season? I mean, knowing what we know about Matt now, he's just I don't know. He's just there's a lot. Well, you love him. You follow him on Instagram, and you think he's such a fucking hot skater dude or whatever so no i don't love you're him you're getting your twat's think, getting tingly off just his his regular life fuck no, him on the show i just think he has more to offer than what came out on the show i don't love him i would never like he just wouldn't be a guy that i dated if if i even had a chance with him in real life but when he rides his skateboard you get the tingles in a silly place yeah he's not that good but yeah yeah he's not we did a whole lot of kind of outro stuff in the finale, so I don't know that we need to do it again here. As of now, we'll be back. We'll be back with all the Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelorette action that uh, that you can handle. We'll be here, and we hope you will be too. Hit us up on the Instagrams. Who the f are these random ass hoes? Hoes, 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 hoes.